When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. On the Gophers Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, live from Joe Sensor's Kitchen and Bar, welcome to Gopher Football Weekly with P.J. Fleck, presented by Sunbelt Business Advisors, a proud sponsor of Gopher Athletics and Minnesota's largest seller of companies. Also brought to you by Joe Sensor's Kitchen and Bar, proud sponsor of Golden Gopher Football, Carrie Limousine, delivering distinct transportation services. And by Cub. In a hurry? Don't worry. Cub delivers. Get fresh meat, produce, everyday essentials, and more delivered to your door. Now, Gopher Football Weekly with PJ Fleck. Here's the voice of the Gophers, Mike Grimm. Welcome to our weekly edition of the show every Tuesday here, noon, live at Sensors in Roseville. Hey, it's a 6 0 Golden Gopher football team. Let's hear it. A full house at Sensors in Roseville. Mike Grimm along with Mark Rosen and the head coach, P.J. Fleck. 34-7, Minnesota controlled the game really from the opening kickoff on Saturday night. Uh, in the cold, in the snow, it was a fun night of Big Ten football. Head coach, P.J. Fleck, good to see you. Nice to see all of you. Thanks, everybody, for coming out. Yeah, it was a great, great victory for us. We got a lot of respect for Nebraska, a lot of respect for Coach Frost. Tremendous football coach as he continues to build Nebraska. Um, you know, just we're fortunate to be in the position we are. We never take it for granted. Our players played extremely hard offensively, defensively, and special teams. And, um, you know, I just appreciate all of our fans coming out. It was a heck of an environment there at TCF Bank Stadium on a, 
on a typical mid-October <laughs> night in the, in the state of Minnesota. So just want to thank our fans for uh, being so loyal to us. Long before you got here, um, I, I talked to a lot of Gopher fans. They would have loved, I mean, nothing against uh, uh, what you guys were doing because you dominated them. I think the Gophers could have scored 60 points, and people would have loved to say, just keep <laughs> scoring against Nebraska. After so, right? I mean, considering what's going on here before. But uh, you've only thrown the ball, I think, twice in the fourth quarter in your, uh, of your once, three. Yeah. Once in the yeah. three, big, three Big Ten games total, total, oh, right? Total, right. Yeah, yeah. That's so it says something about being in control in the fourth quarter of football games. Well, you know, uh, that's kind of, you know, what we learned. I learned from Jim Tressel. You know, when you have a lead and you can run the football, uh, you've got to be able to find a way to go win the game. Most games in college football are lost. They're not won. And so we're going to do everything we possibly can at the University of Minnesota to win as many games as we can and do what our players do best. And there's been some games this year where the running game wasn't working as well as we wanted it to, and we had to throw the ball over the yard. And there's been times where we've been able to be okay in our RPO game, only throw it 13 times and run for over 330 yards. The one thing I like about this football team and Kirk Scirocco's offense, it's the same thing we've had for seven years. This is incredibly balanced. Not meaning you're just 50-50, but you can do both to find a way to win the football game. And then defensively, I mean, our guys were just flying around all over the place, and you got to give them a lot of credit. And uh, They played so hard, and Joe Rossi had a great game plan, and he would have loved to see that, that zero stay up there. But, um, you know, they did a good job of moving the football on that drive. Yeah, you finally give up a defensive touchdown. It was a Purdue game, fourth quarter. You went the whole uh, fighting Illini game and three quarters against Nebraska. No, def- uh, no offensive touchdowns, I should say, scored. Uh, what, what is, I mean, it does look like there are times where um, you're playing with 12 guys on the field. I mean, there's, there's people covering everything. Knock on wood, it's, it's going good right now defensively. Well, I think just everybody knows what to do, and they're playing extremely hard for each other. You know, I think that's the key is the word for, you know, we want our team to, you know, not everybody has to like each other, but they will love each other. I mean, some people think that should be opposite. It's not love is sacrifice, love's respect and, and, and love is action. And, you know, liking someone's completely different, right? When you love somebody, you're willing to do whatever it takes to do your job, get it done and do your responsibility. And, and nobody's better at that than teaching that than Joe Rossi. He's brought that whole thing together and they play for him. They play for each other. And they just, they, they play with that necktown mentality we talk about. And from a fundamental standpoint, I can't recall seeing better uh, open field tackling. And this is just the fundamentals of the game, which you teach every day at practice. And what a vast improvement we've seen because there used to be a lot of arm tackles, a lot of swings and misses, but right now the guys are they're wrapping them up. Yeah, and we still have to get way better in that department. You know, one thing I love about this football team is, is we've had three weeks of just incredible Tuesday, Wednesday practices where they, went, they got after it, right? And nobody's sitting there saying, hey, why are we doing this? This is the season. We're getting after We're getting better at our tackling. We're working at it. And every single player has to write down one thing each week that we have to get better at. Most of the defense has written some part type of tackle, whether it's to sweep the ankle or wrap and roll, bite the ball, whatever the type of tackle uh, the actual play presents, they've wanted to get better at it. And we've, we've adapted our practices towards getting better to some of that. And, you know, you got to give the players credit. They're the ones doing the work. And, and uh, I know that they're... Uh, Again, they, they look at it one-game seasons, and they want to keep getting better. We talked about tackling a couple of weeks ago, particularly following that Purdue game, which where the tackling wasn't as good as probably you would have liked. Um, and we talked about, you talked about, I think actually your, uh, Joe Rossi talked about, you put a little extra thump that week leading into Illinois into a couple of practices just to work on that. I think one of the other angles on that I was interested to ask you about is the way teams now play, and certainly on offense you guys try to do this too, is there's, really good athletes in space and obviously the offensive guy's skilled. I mean, you think about Wandale Robinson uh, or Maurice Washington or J.D. Spielman. 
and now you're a linebacker trying to tackle that guy, and it's just you and him. I mean, that aside from having to be fundamental in tackle, that's a hard play to make, and you guys, for the most part, did that on Saturday night. And part of the decision in game planning is, do you go base personnel and put another linebacker in there to stop the run because Nebraska can run the football, or do you put a nickel in there because you want a more athletic guy in space to be able to do that? So then when you become a really balanced offense, that's the biggest challenge is personnel on the field half the time, and then you just got to be really good at your craft. And our players are getting better at it. We're not where we need to be. We're not. Um, you know, we've uh, we got a lot to work on and a lot to get better at. And our players are very humble. They come in ready to go on Sunday, and they know that. They put their leather vest on, they, and they go back to work. And I'm proud of them for that. Speaking of that, now on the offensive side, you talk about that balance. And what are you seeing from defenses now? I, I thought maybe early when, when you guys were struggling to run, teams were stacking to stop the run. And then Tanner Morgan goes 21 of 22, and maybe things have shifted. Was I think the fighting line, I played mostly nickel, right? I mean, so, which is fine. I mean, you can give the ball to Rodney Smith with those guys. If there's one less linebacker, that, that, that can pay dividends too. Yeah, everybody plays you a little bit different. You know, every game we've played, we've had somebody... Um, favor one thing or another or a different percentage in the favor different percentage of favor towards one or the other but that that's what game plans are for that's why our coaches are spending you know 80 hours a week in the in, in, in the game plan room and just working really hard to find a way to put our players in the best position to be successful and that's Kirk Schrock and his offensive staff Joe Rossi defensive staff and and Rob Wanger our special teams coordinator I mean nobody works harder than those guys and they deserve all the credit for uh, what's going on so far up until this point. And it takes the guys up front to do it as well. We talked about it last week, that you're getting the kind of quality depth on the offensive line that you were lacking, sorely lacking here before. And uh, John Michael Schmitz, right, got the start last last week, a sophomore. And how did he perform? And and, uh, and picking up the slack, I guess numbers speak for themselves. He ran for over 300 yards again. Yeah, John Michael Smith is a kid from Chicago, and I've known him for five years. He was another kid that we had at Western Michigan that we brought over um, and re-offered him when we came to University of Minnesota. And, you know, he's not the biggest guy, but he is a tough Chicago kid. And, and he, he, he plays in that phone booth. He is, <laughs> he is tough. He's very, very strong, and he's incredibly intelligent. And he's got two unbelievable parents that, you know, every time I used to talk to him on the phone when I was recruiting him, he was building something at home with his hands. You know, he's out there building a bar in the pool for his dad. He's out there building (laughs) a fence. He's strong hands. Oh, my gosh. I mean, he's got bear claws and he's just a wonderful human being. And it's taken, you know, two and a half years for him to get a shot. He's got a shot. And I feel like we have six starting offensive linemen. And I really feel that way. And that's a credit to Brian Callahan. You know, two and a half years ago, we only had four on the roster, let alone get to this point. And here we are with, you know, we're saying we have six starters that we feel like are Big Ten caliber offensive linemen. And we've got some more that we can continue to develop. Yeah, and it's, I think it's kind of fun, too, to watch. So we got a couple of chances to rotate in. And then there's decisions for coaches to make. Like, can we take him out? I mean, how do you do this? Because he's, he's earning more playing time, but so are some other guys. So that's a good problem to have, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was, we had four guys who, on the offensive line earn elite players of the week, right? And the one guy who didn't for the first time this year was Sam Schluter. <laughs> and Sam Schluter's waiting there like, Wait, I think you forgot. Uh, <laughs> you, you must have forgot me, you know? And it wasn't he played bad. But what were, what the expectation of where he's elevated his game and then for us to say, okay, you've elevated that high, we're elevating the expectation. And he was close. 
And, and he was looking like, you got to be kidding me. And, you know, you must have forgotten me. And I give him credit because he did not come see me. Let me see, see me. that list. Yeah. But he did not come see me. But I know probably in the back of his mind, until Brian Callen explained it to him, he was probably sitting there going, wait a second. When's coach going to come back to me? There's supposed to be a special award <laughs> later on. There must be this one special award. But that's what we're talking about, elevating, changing our best, continue to be 1-0, have that mindset of a championship week, be better today than we were yesterday, and that is the only thing this team is worried about on and off the field. And, I mean, we, our day off yesterday, players are everywhere in, their, in, in the Twin City community serving and giving and, and just being a great spokesperson for the University of Minnesota and, and helping other people out. On that offensive line, so you had to shuffle a little. Daniel Fa'alele did not play. First of all, can we, is there any update with him? Yeah, he's back. Back progressing good. Yep. To go. so there's he your, practiced today. There's okay. your six guys, so there's good. Um, so now all of a sudden, the guy that's been playing guard most of his career moves to right tackle, Blaze Andrews. And I did notice on Twitter, somebody tweeted out, he just pancaked. I know he had at least one pancake because it was an impressive block on one of the Nebraska linebackers. So um, so now you switch him. Michael Schmitz goes to center. The center, Connor Olson from Monticello, goes to left guard. So shuffling, you had to be a little nervous. I know you like those guys, but you never know. Blaze Andrews hasn't played in a game at right tackle. Maybe, I don't know, a, a few series here and there um, turned out pretty good. Well, it, it always makes you a little bit nervous when you're doing stuff like that midseason. Uh, but Brian Callahan does such a great job of coaching our guys up. And our players know they've got to be able to play all the positions. And it, it's like a wide receiver, you know. Rashad Bateman can play every one of the positions. Tyler Johnson can play every one of the positions. Demetrius Douglas can play any of them. Crab can play any of them. Our running backs can play every position out there in terms of they can plug themselves into the pass game and formations. Offensive linemen, we feel like right now that's where we're at, where they all have to be able to do the same thing. As we continue to add more depth, as we continue to develop, you know, we don't have a senior up front, so we've got to continue to develop that depth. And guys like J.J. Gaudet who are behind them, they're going to keep progressing. And and then all of a sudden you get eight, nine, ten guys that can play, and uh, then you have something really special. Um, you mentioned, I think, with Guardsy in the post game that you thought just uh, right after the game, without fil- the benefit of, uh, of a film review, that maybe Dunlap played his best game since he's been here. Um, kind of take us through that that group. You talked about Schluter uh, played well, didn't get the award. The other four did. So uh, how did they- he played? Tremendous, I know he by played well. Just, yes. <laughs> I don't want. I want. I do not want somebody to say, "Well, PJ said that you know Sam didn't play well. He played outstanding, but the level of expectation right. has gone so, up." So those other four guys get the awards. Kind of, can you talk uh, uh, spe- you know specific sure. to each one of those guys just for a second? Well, Blaze Andrews, you know, who played right tackle. I mean, this guy is one of the smartest human beings you'll ever meet. I mean, when I, I, make, I make my conversations very short with him. I think I said that last week because the longer I talk to him, the dumber I feel. <laughs> and so I just I make it very quick. It's it's very simple. You know, my my, my vocabulary is not extensive like his. Uh, I use words like okay and elite and good, uh, row the boat, things like that. He's multiple really, syllables. Oh, he's multiple. Five, six yeah. syllable words. He's an actuary. But I, I, the one thing about his game is he's been able to play lower. You know, the big thing for him, he's a really tall kid. He's gotten stronger. We're, it's it's one thing to tell a guy to play lower, then they bend at their waist. What he's been able to do is bend at the hips, knees, and ankles. He's gotten a lot more flexible, stronger. Uh, when you move to right guard, I mean, I mean, you're looking at a guy who came in here almost 400 pounds, uh, Dunlap. You know, Dunlap Jr., and, and you're talking about a kid who's lost his father, and you talk about a young man who's you know, had to grow up a lot faster than most of us had to, and he's starting as a freshman, redshirt freshman at right guard in the Big Ten, and he dropped 50 pounds over the last year and a half to get himself down to down to 345, 350. And he's playing lower, playing stronger, playing faster. He's got his footwork is getting better. And he's still got, I mean, his 
His, there is no ceiling to that young man, and he's got a long way to go. He knows that. John Michael Smith, we already talked about his toughness. I think Connor Olson's been that nice, secure force that we've had that's the longevity, and he's been there. He's reliable, can play center, can play guard. He's strong. Um, I think he's starting to become a better leader. And then Sam Schluter, who you know, I'm just so proud of. I mean, you talk about possibly maybe being one of the weaker ones we had last year just in terms of strength and experience. And he now got he's, beat out, right? He got, they got beat out and then got his job back, and we make them earn it, you know? I mean, we're not, nothing's going to be given to you. And right. even if we don't have the depth, nothing's given. You're going to have to find a way to earn it in this program. And I'm just so proud of him. And he's becoming such a, I think he's one of the better offensive linemen in the Big Ten and proud of that group. Yeah, a lot of times the only time those guys get mentioned is when they say holding number 60 or whatever. So figured we better talk about them when they push out 300 and whatever it was, 33 yards last week and 322 mm-hmm. or something this week. And then we didn't talk about Daniel, but everybody knows about Daniel. He's yeah, really big, right. you know, and he's just got to keep growing. He's just got to not growing physically. Yeah. He's just got to continue to grow mentally. He's only played the position two and a half years now, and he's just got to keep getting better, right? And every time he does something, he's getting better and better, and you can see his progress. We'll talk about the tight ends because I know they're part of that run blocking as well, but we're due for a break. So we'll come back. We'll continue to recap the big win, 34-7 over Nebraska on Saturday. We'll look ahead. It's uh, Minnesota trying to get to 7-0. and They'll be at Rutgers. It's a 2.30 kick from New Jersey. That's 2.30 Minnesota time. We'll take air at 12.30. Reminder, every Tuesday at noon, we're here at Censors in Roseville. It's Go for Football Weekly with with P.J. Fleck. And then don't forget on game days, including this Saturday, if you want to come out and have a game watch, let's watch it right here if you can't make it out to New Jersey. And on home games, it's shuttle buses to and from Gopher football all season long. It's Gopher Football Weekly with P.J. Fleck from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back. It's Gopher Football Weekly with P.J. Fleck. We're at Sensors. We want to thank our presenting partners, Sunbelt Business Advisors. They want you to join their team when it comes time to buying or selling a business. It's alumni owned and Minnesota's largest seller of companies. Be sure to contact Sunbelt Business Advisors. Go to sunbeltminnesota.com. That's sunbeltminnesota.com. They've got a group back here as well, so give them a round of applause as well. Also, one quick note we want to tell you about. Uh, We are releasing some new info, so go for fans, pay attention. I think this is the third or fourth year in a row we've done this. Uh, A chance to win a brand new fully loaded boat courtesy of a LumaCraft. Watch for some exciting news coming soon on how you can register and uh, it's always fun. It will be elite. It's a LumaCraft. Families fishing forever. I know we um, had some fun on one of the road trips uh, uh, presenting that big uh, LumaCraft boat a couple of summers ago. Someplace was a perm or someplace up north. So uh, going to give away another LumaCraft boat to some Gopher football fan this season. So watch that on gophersports.com. All right. When we uh, last left you, we were talking about the offensive line and one of the keys I think to that and you've talked about it before is also the tight ends and Paulson and Keeft and uh, and now Brevin Span Ford is starting to work in and we saw a little Bryce with them and um, how important are the tight ends to that run game and, and passing game for that matter? Uh, they're a really big part and you got to give Clay Patterson our tight end coach a lot of credit for developing those guys. I mean Coach Keeft I mean he's just such a tough guy and he, 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 he looks like a tough guy when you <laughs> see him. You got the red hair, big red beard and just a tough guy. Jake Paulson's coming to, becoming a complete tight end. You know I know he had that big drop and you know, I guess we didn't put his hands in the ice long enough. <laughs> well, and uh, but he, he had a great game. Besides that one play, what a play! He hasn't heard the end of that. I, I assume either from his teammates. A little. Uh, we've moved on. We've no, moved no, on. We're, they're, they're pretty good. They, they move yeah. on pretty fast because uh, you never know when that's going to be used sure. somehow, some way. But, but it's harder than you think when you're that open. But aside from that, you think like Richard Pitino talked to, talks about that sometimes. You design the perfect play. The guy's got an open ten footer, and you miss it. And what more can you do? I mean, that play design. I mean, your guy's all alone. There's nobody within thirty yards. So in one sense, I'm sure the coaching staff particularly said, "Hey, we." 
we it nailed, worked. We nailed the play yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, it's very short-lived. When you sit there and go, oh, touchdown, touchdown, and then it's a drop, oh, there's a sigh, and then it, it, we're on to the next play. Yeah. You, you can't sit there and worry about that. It's a great play design, perfect time to call it, and Kirk Sherrock deserves a lot of credit for that. But the tight ends have been a big, big part of what we're doing here. Brevin Span Ford's getting better, uh, and Bryce Witham's providing some depth for us as well. PJ, last week we sat here, and we knew the weather was going to turn, and it was going to be sleet, snow, whatever you want to call it. Uh, as the week progressed, uh, I, mean, I know Rodney Smith said that you showed them clips of uh, Marshawn Lynch running the football. And was it going to have to be a heavy emphasis on the run because of the weather conditions, or the opponent was a combination of the two to think that this is the way we're going to have to win this football? Well, it's probably going to have to be both. You know, one we felt like we had a we could we could find a way to run the football. We always find, think we can run the football, but then you're starting to talk about you know rain, sleet, and snow, everything, wind. It's very difficult to get the ball down the field that way. And, you know, we're just not a dink and dunk type offense where you spread five wide and just run a bunch of hitches and slants and, and curls. So it's a little bit more and screen. So we're a little bit more different than, we're different than that. So we felt like we had to be able to establish the run game. And we're going to do everything we can to set the tone. You know, it's not like the guys show up to the practice facility and we go, all right, get with your coaches, let's go practice. We make sure we set the tone very, very quickly the minute they walk in that building, whether it's with the strength coach, Dan Nickel, myself, our team meetings, our position meetings, practice. They know exactly what we need to do to win that football game and what we need to do to accomplish a victory. You talked about the, uh, the seniors a lot this year, and we're not even close to the end of this season, but there's a, there seems to be a rallying cry about, let's, let's, I think the words you use were, let's, is, is it worth it? I mean, you kind of lay this out to them to understand it's bigger than a specific moment. Uh, that you want them to embrace as the season progresses. Yeah, you know, I just asked him Friday night, uh, has it been, you know, Carter Coughlin, you picked University of Minnesota. You know, Thomas Barber, you're in-state. You've done the same thing. They're both are legacy-type players. Antoine Winfield Jr., and you just go to Kamal and write down the list, and you said, is it worth it? Is this everything you thought Minnesota would be up until this point, why you came here? And I said, capture that feeling, and now we've got to change our best to make it even better. And if it's worth it, you'll do it. If it's not worth it, you won't do it. It's that simple. And uh, our players really answered the bell. And it wasn't necessarily a challenge to them. It was just to get them to be able to appreciate mm-hmm. why you came here and what is your vision for the future of the University of Minnesota because you're the ones that have to shape that. You're the ones that have to play, make the plays. Us coaches, we, you know, we, we, we give them the blueprint, but they've got to go do it, and they've got to believe, and they've got to execute, and they've got to execute that vision and that blueprint. And, and uh, up until this point, they've done a really good job of that, but now that's not good enough, and we've got to find a way to change our best. We uh, talked about the offensive line. I know last week we talked about uh, Rodney Smith um, with his yards after contact. And I thought, again, uh, an unbelievable day of, uh, of yards after contact. Brooks got to that third level a couple of times. He still, um, he was joking with the media last week that, you know, the first time he broke out into the secondary against Illinois, he didn't know what to do. He hadn't been out in the free world for a while. He stutter-stepped and pitter-pattered and decided he was just going to lower his shoulder into the safety. Um, it still looked like maybe once he got to that third level, he was he was still a little undecisive, but uh, obviously getting to the third level is great, but there's some uh, yards, and then Ibrahim with the three touchdowns, your running back group had another big night. Yeah. <laughs> Ibrahim told them thank you, because <laughs> they, had, they had more yards than him, and he's like, well, I, all I do is you know, score touchdowns, yeah. because I really appreciate it. I got great teammates, you know? <laughs> they set me up to score, uh, but it, it's just it's nice to have those three guys. Not only that, it's really nice to be able to manage Cam Wiley as a redshirt, you know, and not being able to force him into games that we haven't been able to do that with yet. And I mean, he's going to he's going to get three more games somehow, some way. We're going to get that young man experience. Uh, and then Bryce Williams, you have an ability to possibly even maybe redshirt him. And again, we still have a whole half a season to go. But it's nice to be able to have that three headed monster that we have or um, 
some people said Mount Rushmore, right? Mm-hmm. Rushmore, nice, good. More good. yards, yeah. more yards, right? So uh, I did not come up with that, but it's uh, it's nice to have those guys, and they're so selfless. I mean, all of them were close. You know, Roddy was over 100 yards. Shannon was right at 100 yards, and then he had it. He had a hundred, and, yeah, and then, then he, he had a two-yard loss. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so and then and then you know Muhammad had three touchdowns. So I mean, it's nice to have those guys because they can do a lot of things for us. And then we got some weapons on the outside too. I was going to say the weapons on the outside. It's not as if those guys are idle spectators when you're running the ball that effectively either, because the defense has to respect all those guys the entire game. Does that help open up the running game even more? Because it's not just an isolation with one really you know that it's Tyler Johnson, the only guy out there. They have to respect. Yeah, that makes it very difficult. You know, when we play teams that are very balanced. You know, when you're playing in Nebraska, who's very well coached with Scott Frost, they've got playmakers everywhere. Uh, quarterback, you know, that's the quarterback that led them on a comeback to beat Northwestern last week. And, you know, he, he can run, he can throw, and they've got weapons all over the place. And when you have that, it's very difficult to defend because when you run it and throw it, it's a game of playmakers. The more playmakers you have, whether it's the running backs or the, or, or the wideouts, you can have success. Look at the game the Vikings played on Sunday. Right. I mean, everybody got involved, right? whether it was Cook or whether it was, you know, Diggs, whether it was Thielen. Those are weapons everywhere. And when you have those everywhere, it's very difficult to defend because once you take away one, you leave a huge playmaker open on the other end. All right. We'll take our bottom of the hour break here. We'll come back. We'll look ahead. It's Rutgers this Saturday. We also will take some Twitter questions. Uh, hashtag Gopher Radio. Hashtag Gopher Radio. We'll get to those and uh, we'll pick out a winner and uh, give them a $25 gift card to the University of Minnesota Bookstore, one of our sponsors here. You can discover the area's, area's largest selection of U of M and Golden Gopher apparel and novelties for fans of all ages. From the latest fashions to traditional favorites, it's the University of Minnesota Bookstore. It's your one stop. Shop, shop shop in person or online bookstores.umn.edu this is go for football weekly with pj fleck from learfield img college okay man this is your time maybe you didn't choose this but you're here now you're gonna go out there and be an all-star caregiver cook clean be there emotionally and physically you gotta dig deeper drive them to physical therapy doctor's appointments because that's what caregivers do don't give up show the world that you're tougher than tough. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Is that a faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep, and the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Hundo P Hundo P Adjective Short for being 100% sure or certain As in If we get a puppy I'll Hundo P always walk it You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt U.S. Kids and the Ad Council a ranger station. I'd like to report a bear hug. Okay. I put out my campfire and Smoky Bear hugged me. So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. Yeah, but he's just letting you know you did good. Bear hug from Smoky Bear. Status update. I'm going to let you go now. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. 
Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Whoa. The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's huge! Is the moment I knew that for him. You can't even see the top of that thing. Even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Jelly Jelly adjective Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services AdoptUSKids and the Ad Council I'm Little Teapot, short and stout. Here is my handle and here is my spout. No, Dad, like this. When I get all steamed up, then I shout, tip me over and pull me out. <laughs> this is WWE superstar Roman Reigns. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back. We're at Sensors in Roseville. It's Mike Grimm and Mark Rosen along with P.J. Fleck. We're talking Gopher football. Gophers are 6-0. and uh, We'll hit the road. First time Minnesota will ever play a game at Rutgers. Of course, uh, Rutgers and Maryland joining the Big Ten a few years ago. Uh, Rutgers has played twice at TCF Bank Stadium, but Minnesota's never played out in New Jersey. It's a 2.30 kickoff. We'll take air uh, with Justin Gard starting it all off at 12.30 from Piscataway. So first, before we get into the specific 
specifics of the game. Um, pretty much everybody on your coaching staff has spent a day or two on that Rutgers campus, right? <laughs> they have. It's a rite of passage. <laughs> yeah, you have to spend time at Rutgers and then come out to, to wherever we go. But, uh, you know, we that's where we got to know each other, you know, and a lot of coaches, as you go through your career, I mean, you continue to build your tree and who, who you learn from and who you connect with. And, you know, Joe Rossi and Kirk Sharaka and Matt Simon and, you know, Panagos and all those guys. I mean, they, they, they you know, they've been out there before and have worked there and we've all cut our teeth out there. And it, it, it was such a special place to me because of what Greg Schiano taught me. And, and, you know, I was out there for Eric Legrand and two of the most special people I've ever met in my entire life is Casey O'Brien and then Eric Legrand. And, right. and um, you know, just there's so many memories back there that, you know, where I where I, I think I finally you know, I was a boy before I got there. And then I left a man because of Greg, because of what he taught me and how he taught me how to be a head coach and and but just be my personality built into how to do it. So I owe a lot to Rock, a lot to Rutgers. And um, I know our staff does, too. They'll they'll tell you the same thing. No matter the sport, uh, we were always talking about three-star, four-star, five-star type of athletes. But the, the guys that really I know you love uh, giving attention to and, and acknowledging are the guys like Sam Renner, uh, the, the walk-on who's become such an important part of your defense and what he means to this program and for future Sam Renners coming along the line. Well, it's incredibly important. You know, I think Sam Renner is one of the unsung heroes of our entire defense, and he deserves a lot of credit. You know, this is... We're going to have to be able to win with a lot of walk-ons who come here, provide depth, and then earn a scholarship while they're here. And Sam Renner's a perfect example of that. He's what the program's all about. He's what the work ethic's all about, the how. He's what Row the Boat's all about. And, uh, he dis- he, he's such a, a great advocate of our football program. Um, when you uh, talk about Rutgers, you talked about your time there. What... Um I think people forget now because Rutgers has had, I mean, they've lost 16 straight Big Ten games. When you guys were there, one, it was a good program. Two, it was good enough that you all got jobs with, in the NFL. I mean, Greg Schiano was hired by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers mm-hmm. straight from Rutgers to the point where it was, you know, that was the situation. So when you said you went in a man, you left, uh, or you went in a boy and left a man, what, what, what were, uh, what's a thing or two from Greg Schiano and, and that coaching staff that you implement in your vision with the, with the Golden Gophers? What footprint might fans see that um, maybe they don't know it, but that, that's a Greg Schiano fingerprint there? Yeah, you can always outwork yourself today more than you were yesterday. And I thought I worked really hard before I worked for Greg Schiano. Greg Schiano uh, taught me how to really have the head coach work ethic, how to be able to keep that helicopter view of the entire program. And he brought the best out of me and knew that I would hopefully become a head football coach one day. And he somehow knew that. And, um, you know, he invested in me a lot. And then he taught me how to demand from people. And I, I demand differently than him or different people, uh, but how to be able to get the most out of the people around you and do it with your own personality and be yourself. You know, so many people in this profession try to be somebody that they're not. Um, we're just ourselves. And, and that's what he taught me. Just be you. Not everybody's going to like you. Not everybody's going to agree. Not all that. But, but just be yourself. And then you, you're going you're gonna to be just fine. So those are the things that I learned, and I've, I've found a work ethic from working for him that was just second to none. I don't think uh, longtime Big Ten fans are still adjusting to the fact that, that Penn State and Maryland and Rutgers are actually in the, I use the air quotes, Big Ten. Uh, is it going to be a really good thing for everyone as we progress down the line, both from an from a, uh, athletic standpoint and just having the prestige of those programs in the conference? Oh, I think it already has. You know, I, I, I really like how the conference is aligned and the seven on one side, seven on the other in the east and the west. And, you know, I mean, those we have some powerhouse programs, you know, in the Big Ten. I think the Big Ten's better now than it used to be and on both sides. I think 
you know, there's some tremendous coaches in here. And uh, we just played one of them, Scott Frost at Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, they're the, you know, as you can see, the West getting better and, and the coaching and the coaches that keep coming there. And, you know, I, you get, I, and Kevin Warren's the commissioner now. going to be the com- commissioner. And that's pretty exciting. He was my neighbor for a while. Yeah, right. The last three years. So yeah. a really, really good yeah. person. Did a lot for the Vikings. So I know the Big Ten's lucky to have him. Does the rankings, uh, you're ranked 20th. You notice that? Did anybody tell you that this week? Mention well, it to you? <laughs> Uh, we noticed it. Uh, we talked about it on Sunday. We don't ignore anything, uh, but we talk about it and then let our four walls digest it and then let our four walls process it, and then we come back on the other side of zero and zero. So we celebrate it. Like I said, we come in there after a win. Uh, Saturday in the locker room afterwards, I mean, you've been in there. It's, it's really exciting. And I don't care if we win by one or 100. It doesn't matter. We're going to celebrate it. And then Sunday, first thing we do is we celebrate it with each other. And then we put our leather vests in, we zip it up, and then we get better. And we talk about the things we have to talk about. We talk about the things like you just talked about with mm-hmm. the ranking. But now that does not matter. Everybody loves to beat a ranked team. And now the price went up and the expectations went up. And now we have to change our best and be a better football team today than we were yesterday. When um, and Certainly that can help, too, from an from a, uh, image standpoint, a promotional standpoint. Um, I'm guessing some of the recruiting folks uh, that you have are, are showing recruits, hey, look, this is a, you know, a situation where you're in a top 20 program. But last week, uh, what you just said is exactly what, when I talked to Kamal Martin, asked him, hey, how big is the rank? And he's like, it was fine. We, we took a note. We said, great, and now we have to go play Nebraska. And I'm guessing that that's kind of the way the team goes about it. I mean, we talked about this in January. That's why we talked about the word pressure, and then we had the framework, and, you know, the, you know the, how, how you're going to be able to see how this thing's going to start going. But the vision of this program is for every young person in the state of Minnesota to dream to be a Golden Gopher football program. And you hit on a little bit on recruiting, and, you know, we we're just over there holding the baby. And uh, that's what we want. <laughs> we want people to be able to – grow up in state and say hey there is a top 25 program right here in the state every single year somehow some way and that's where i dream of being and that's what we want to be able to create and we want to be able to have that here and um, we hope we can accomplish that as we keep moving forward but other than that we're zero and zero and one game championship season did you just get your first 2036 verbal uh, well, he, 20, he, 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 he spit up. Yes. So the spit up really means yes, I'm in. You that's know, it. he didn't it. spit up. Yeah, you know. that was the, and you beat out Ohio State, which was that's great. Right. I know. Right? I know. Unbelievable. You the, the old man is wearing Ohio State. The, uh, the, the missus is wearing the Gophers, and you got the verbal already. Definitely a house divided, but, yeah. but there's two to one. I mean, the baby's got the Minnesota Golden yeah. Gopher gear on, For so sure. two to one. For sure, no doubt. Um, you were back to Rutgers. Problem, Heather keeps looking at me. So yeah. Uh-huh. Have another one. Oh, yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, you were at Rutgers, as I mentioned. <laughs> she just put the kibosh on that for those of you who are not are listening at home. Um, Rutgers, when you were there, as we mentioned, it, it, it was a, a, you know, a, a program that was competitive, was going to bowl games. They've hit some, some hard times. One, from a conference standpoint, you'd like to see that team get better. Maybe not this Saturday, but at some point. What, what is your assessment, having worked there, having seen what it can be, knowing that it's in a recruiting ground with New Jersey? What, what, what can that program be? Because right now, I think the general Big Ten fan is like, man, I mean, I've even heard people say, why, why would the Big Ten have ever invited that program in? But there's potential there at some point if it's the right person, the right... I mean, they're even talking about Shiano maybe coming back. Who knows, right? But what do you think of, of that program in general and what it can be? 
I, I'm not qualified to answer that question, to be honest with you. I just know that, you know, we have them this Saturday, and that's what we're going to focus on. I, had a, I, I learned a lot from that program. I know it's fertile recruiting ground. Everybody in the country goes to New Jersey to recruit. Um, there's tons of players out there, and uh, from West Coast to East Coast, everybody goes there, and there's a reason why they go there. Mm -hmm. So uh, I know the Big Ten's happy to have them. How do you know that um, get, gauging the temperature of the room, you talk about closing the walls, zipping up the vest, all those sorts of things, but are there other means that you use to make sure this team is not going to be overconfident going into this game on Saturday? Nothing has changed. It didn't matter who we played, it, whether, it was, whether it was a group of five, beginning of the year, whether it was non-conference, conference, nothing has changed. The mindset of this football team has been incredibly focused on being zero and zero every single week. We want to be one and know. We want to change our best. Every player still writes down one thing they want to get better at. Uh, and that's it. Whether we have to go west coast, east coast, north or south, we have to play our best football or anybody in the country can beat us. And we know that. And we have to be at our best. It's a one-game championship season. It's the most important game on the calendar because it's the next one. And that's the only way we think about that. And today's practice on Tuesday, our players... It was better than last Tuesday, and that's what you want to continue to see as a head coach, especially from your coaches and your players. When when um, you, you look at, at coaches, you guys are all generally nervous usually anyway, right? But when you're in a situation like this, 6-0, and you're a 30-point favorite on the road, which I'm not, I can't remember when that has happened before. And the program you're playing is, has gone through a few things here with the new coach and all of that stuff. How nervous does that, I mean, and, and you don't know. I mean, this, the guy calling plays this week has called plays in one game in his career. So is it hard to know what you might see? And how nervous as a coaching staff do you get? Is it is it different nervousness this week? We've had a few games like that this year where we didn't know who was going to play. Uh, you know, we had to prepare for ghosts, I call it, right? And this is very similar. When, when you have a, a team like that in terms of when you might not know exactly what you're going to get. I mean, Nunzio's a heck of a football coach now. We all know him. I have a ton of respect for him of what he's been able to conference or accomplish at the high school level as a head football coach out there. He has a ton of respect by all the state of New Jersey. That's why he is the head coach there, uh, only being there two years. Um, and he, he's doing a really good job. And I thought his press conference, uh, I watch all of our opponents' press conferences with the head coach. I thought it was outstanding. I think he handled everything professionally. Uh, and he's doing a really good job. But we don't know what you're exactly going to see. And that's very difficult. When that happens, you've got to be really good at what you do and do it better than what they're doing uh, and, and do it at a different level. And, and that's what we have to be able to do. Focus on us. Uh, play up to our standards and continue to change our best and make our players better. All right, we'll take our final break. We have our final segment. Don't go away. We'll get to Twitter questions. Hashtag go for radio. Your last chance to, that's go for radio. Your last chance to get a few questions in on the Twitter machine. And uh, Rosie and I will ask a few of those questions uh, off of that. Sunbelt Business Advisors wants you to join their team when it comes time to buying or selling a business. Alumni owned in Minnesota's largest seller of companies. Be sure to contact Sunbelt Business Advisors at sunbeltminnesota.com. This is Go for Football Weekly with PJ Fleck from Learfield IMG College. Attention Gopher fans, Caribou Coffee has once again roasted the perfect coffee to keep you fueled all season long. Available now for a limited time, Gopher Blend is available in all Minnesota Caribou Coffee locations and at cariboucoffee.com. It's bold, it's spirited, and it even gives back. 10% of proceeds from every bag sold will go directly to University of Minnesota Masonic Children's Hospital. Caribou Coffee is proud to be the official coffee of Gopher Athletics. Sky U Ma. 
When it comes to home renovation or project cleanup, Waste Management's Bagster Bag is one strong receiver. The Bagster Dumpster in a Bag can hold up to 3,300 pounds of debris. That's about the weight of the entire Golden Gophers first team offense plus three cheerleaders. The Bagster Bag is just the right size for kitchen and bathroom remodels or basement and garage cleanups. And it can cost 50% less than renting a full-size dumpster, making it the perfect solution for your next project. To make the Bagster Bag part of your cleanup playbook, visit thebagster.com. Since 1976, Good Sense Snacks has been fueling families throughout the week. Whether you're packing a lunch for school, on the go to football practice, or finding yourself on a weekend hike, Good Sense Snacks has the energy boost for your active lifestyle. Find a variety of Good Sense Snacks, such as cross and country mix, sweet heat, or yogurt pretzels in the produce department of your local cub. Good Sense Snacks has the nutritious, great-tasting, portable snack for you and your family. Good Sense Snacks, a proud sponsor of Gopher Athletics. See what's fresh for fall at your neighborhood Cub and celebrate the season with big savings. Now through Wednesday, October 16th, get Pretty Lady Jumbo Red, Green, or Black Seedless Grapes for only $1.77 a pound. USDA Choice Beef Loin T-Bone or Porterhouse Steaks value packs are $6.99 a pound. And get Campbell's Cream Soup for only $0.88 each. Fall into savings this week at your neighborhood Cub. Steven. Who said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom! Come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. It's important to buckle up your kids. I know. Sometimes car seats can be complicated. I know. And if your child's in the wrong seat and you get into a crash. I know. It could lead to a serious injury. I know. So you're 100% sure you have the right car seat for your child's age and size? I don't know. Don't think you know. Know you know. Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Make sure you have the right car seat. Visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Listen and imagine. It takes five seconds to send a text. And for those five seconds, you're driving blind. Life is worth more than a text. Stay alive. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Everybody buckle up. Mom, 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 mom. Buckle up. Let's go. Buckle up. Can we go to the store? Mom, buckle up. Everybody. Everybody, buckle up. A lot goes on in the car, but you're in control. So only move when you hear the click that says they're buckled in. Never give up until they buckle up. Learn more at safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Most of my family, they never graduated high school, so I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter, Brooklyn, was also a motivation for me to go back to school. 
Every day after work, went straight to school, and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I see the future is really bright for me. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. You took the first step and quit smoking, but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Gopher Football Weekly with P.J. Fleck, our final segment. Welcome back to Sensors in Roseville. I want to thank Jared Wells, our on-site engineer. Michael Tackett has been our producer. Sensors in Roseville, our host here every Tuesday at noon. Sensors menu offers a wide variety of food and drinks. Also, think of Sensors for any catering or corporate event. And remember, when the game's on, it's on at Sensors. And remember, with a road game this weekend, if you can't make it to New Jersey, come on out with a whole bunch of Gopher fans and uh, watch that game 2.30 right here uh, at Sensors, uh, two locations. All right. Uh, Rosie, what do you got? Well, uh, we always talk about the depth of your your football team. We talk about the offensive line, receivers. Uh, Tanner Morgan did. People forget he started out as the backup quarterback this year. Speaking of which, how do you prepare during the course of the week? If he has to go out for a play or two, something happens. You got one, two guys that are warming up in the bullpen that are ready to assume that position. We don't really talk about that very much. Yeah, Cole Kramer's getting a lot better. Kid from Eden Prairie. Uh, you know, we basically had to start over with him because he was a triple option quarterback. But, you know, he was a guy that we wanted to make sure that we knew he could play at this level. It was just he had to be trained to be able to do it. And he's, he's progressing nicely. And then Jacob Clark, the young man from Texas, is getting better. Both of those guys are, are, are doing a great job of getting better. Uh, I, I would love to be able to redshirt both of those guys. Uh, if it calls for it, great. If it doesn't, that's fine, too. So we're being very careful just putting somebody in the game to take one snap or two snaps. When Tanner's helmet came off a few weeks ago, we put Seth Green in there to run right, the Wildcat right, play because right. I didn't want to use that one play just to burn it. We want them to get experience if they get in there and, and have quality reps as well. And then, you know, Zach, um, he was in a shoe today. How's he doing? He's out of the boot. Today, yeah. he's finally out of the boot. We, we high-fived at practice today because he actually had a shoe on. You know, it's the little things in life, you know. Right. He's, you take for granted putting your shoe on, and he finally well, had a shoe on. is good for him? Very good. And he, yeah. he's doing a great job and coming back really healthy. And, um, you know, who knows? I mean, he, he might even have a chance to, to be healthy by the end of the year somehow, some way, and provide some more depth. I did have some folks ask, and I think even we mentioned it on the radio, did you, did you consider putting one of those backups in just to get some experience Saturday and that? That last that last possession uh no because i don't know if it was quality enough gotcha. again if, if something ever happened and then you know you want to get to a point you, i'm not going to bore people with how you manage <laughs> to manage the roster but you know we still have seven games guaranteed left right we know that and they haven't there's four you know you, you can only you can red shirt with four but if you get to five you burn it I'd hate to have those guys somehow, some way, if something ever happened, he's five, and now that person's a sophomore, sure. and they hadn't mm-hmm. played. So it's just managing the roster and managing, you know, uh, you know, their red shirts, which they're pricing. They're going, why am I not going in? Yeah. You know, what I do? But 
sooner or later they'll get it. Gotcha. Very good. All right. Hey, we have all kinds of, uh, this is our best uh, Twitter uh, oh, day good. ever. So I know you're excited about that. The so bully let, board. Let's, uh, let's do a PJ Fleck rapid fire answers from Twitter here. Uh, we'll take them as they come in order. Um, uh, the first one, Carter Coughlin looked maybe the best all year, Brennan says. Uh, is he? Is it because of a function of health? Uh, that it was the best he looked all year, or did he just have uh, a great game? Probably a little mixture of both. I think he feels really healthy right now. Jim Panagos is really coaching him up really hard. I think he's doing a great job of mixing his game up from speed to power, power to speed. He can he can finesse, pass rush you on the outside. He can up and under you. He can bull rush you. Uh, he's, he's, he's adding more to his arsenal and, and definitely been helping us a lot more in the run game as well. Ryan uh, was uh, one of the great uh, hold, ticket holders that got to take part of the, t uh, of the uh, field entrance, a tunnel walk he saw the plus three sign what does that mean <laughs> that that's our how that's the necton mentality prefontaine pace and farmers alliance uh it, it, it's just our attitude it's how we do things we want to be we, we finish past every line three yards past every line what we do athletically academically every player we want to improve at least three tenths in their gpa every single semester uh, we want to talk to three people we've never talked to before to be able to you know uh, socialize and then we want to spread our culture to three other people per day and it's plus three, so it ca happens academically, athletically, socially, spiritually, somehow, some way. Um, yeah, that that's plus and, three. And you do the plus three when you when you ask your team to leave the field too, right? Oh, 100%. During practice. Yeah, yeah. Well, even you, even me, which which takes longer than most. <laughs> How about Garzy? Yeah, Garzy. Garzy's no. not exempt to the rules. No. He has to follow right. the He's rules. To, everybody in the Southfield has got to uh, follow the rules. Yeah. Bombo wants to know. He noticed the depth chart released yesterday. Axel Rushmeyer has been added to the depth chart. Uh, what, what about him? I think he's doing a great job for us. I mean, he's getting stronger. He's providing some depth for us, and we're just looking for those next guys of as we keep going through the season. Who's some guys that can provide some more depth as a coach you're always thinking worst case scenario you got to be the most positive guy in the room but your mind's thinking worst case scenario and that's the, the you know we want to make sure that you know we can, we get guys ready and axel's really getting stronger and getting better and providing some depth for us eugene says i noticed almost everyone on the team was wearing a c how do you decide captains <laughs> I get more Jersey questions than anything. Well, there's a couple more yet. So hang on. <laughs> oh, sweet. Oh, terrific. Uh, well, how we uh, we pick game day captains. I decide those, and I, if I want to pick 25 captains for that game, I'm gonna pick 25 captains. You're the boss. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's not an ego thing, or that's not like a boss thing. It's more of a leader thing. I want to do that sure on your Fast Friday practice. We do that on the Fast Friday practice because then guys like you know guys like Justice Harris, who's not a starter on defense, he's a starter on special teams. He's a starter. He's a captain starter on special teams. But we have three or four guys that are quad team members that they deserve to be a captain, and that's a captain to me. Guys who do the right things on the field, off the field. It doesn't have to be just four guys. That's why we have a leadership council of 35. We have a board of directors of 12, and then we have captains. So I have my own philosophies on captains, and right, wrong, or indifferent, that's how we pick them. Yeah, I saw like Blake Cashman sent out an elite tweet after the Jets won, and he congratulated the Gophers on a, a big win-win situation for the weekend. And so it's nice to hear from Blake, I'm sure. It's nice to see alums playing in the NFL and, and keeping their roots to the Golden Gophers, and we're really proud of what he's doing out there. Sean tweets, uh, what do you get out of listening to the other coaches? He's listening to the show, obviously. What do you get out of listening? Listening to the other coaches' press conferences, I thought that was interesting that you said that. Well, you're always learning. You know, I mean, you're always learning as a coach. I mean, you're, you're doing everything you can. Greg Schiano taught me you, you're you're an information information gatherer. Just keep gathering information all throughout the week, and you know whether you know, whether it's an injury report or whether you f hear something that 
it's not really to, to change your game plan. It's just to feel out how the coach talks about his team, right? Mm -hmm. and, and what they're doing, what their mindset is. And then you apply that to the film. And, and, and plus, you know, I love listening to James Franklin's a really good friend of mine. I, I love watching James, James's press conference. <laughs> I watch him all the time. And, mm -hmm. you know, and I just, uh, you know, I watch SEC media days. I watch, you know, as a head coach, you want to constantly see what are the things that people are being asked? How are they answering them? What's a better way? You might even be able to get a better way of doing something. And you're always learning. All right, very good. That was a good uh, batch of Twitter questions. We appreciate it. 6-0, oh, trying to make it 7-0. Oh. We'll see you in New Jersey on Saturday. 1-0, oh, Grimmie. 1-0 oh oh. this week. 1-0 oh this week. There you go. For the head coach, P.J. Fleck and Thanks, Mark Rosen, I'm Mike Grimm signing off. We'll talk to you at 2.30, kickoff 12.30 airtime here on Saturday. This has been Gopher Football Weekly with P.J. Fleck from Learfield IMG College. Solar power is all about forward thinking. But did you know that when you go solar, your meter actually runs backwards? Since opening their doors 10 years ago, the local solar experts at All Energy Solar have helped thousands of Minnesotans turn the tables on their electric bill. There are many financial incentives to install solar, but they're limited and available on a first-come, first-served basis. So don't delay and miss your opportunity. Learn what your options are and find out if you qualify to reduce or eliminate your electricity expenses with solar. Visit allenergysolar.com and request your free analysis and quote today. Gopher fans, keep your eyes and ears open in the coming weeks. Do we ever have an elite opportunity coming for you? Throughout the rest of Gopher football and men's hockey season, you'll have a chance to win an amazing prize courtesy of our great partners at Alumacraft. So whether you're listening to the games, coming to a game, or checking out all things Gophers on social media or gophersports.com, make sure to watch for this exciting news that will be announced with our partners at Alumacraft. Trust us, it will be elite. Alumacraft, families fishing forever. On the Gopher Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, live from Joe Sensor's Kitchen and Bar, this has been Gopher Football Weekly with P.J. Fleck, presented by Sunbelt Business Advisors, a proud sponsor of Gopher Athletics and Minnesota's largest seller of companies. Also brought to you by Cub. In a hurry? Don't worry. Cub delivers. Get fresh meat, produce, everyday essentials, and more delivered to your door. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Gophers Sports Network. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence.